brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello and welcome to another video games uh, to the max. This is number 125. You include all the different versions of this podcast, and uh, we're back down to the normal two hosts, but uh, we've still got plenty of stuff to discuss on here, so uh, no worries there. Um, of course, I am Sean Garmer, the host of this podcast, and we are the official 41 Game Zone uh, podcast of all. And with me today, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well, how have things uh, been for you in the past week? Eh, good and bad. Mostly good, actually. Got some new games in, so I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, one of those is a pretty big game that everybody has been anticipating. Yep, Tony Hawk Underground 2 on PC. Oh, yeah, exactly. I was waiting <laughs> for that thing. Yep. Uh, of course, uh, what Mark means to say. I meant that actually. It's it's a pretty good game still. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's somewhat Uncharted Four. Yeah. So, how is it? I mean, I've heard everybody getting mad about the fact that if you don't give it a nine, you're a tool. So uh, I'm only on like chapter eight or so. I think I haven't even gotten the uh, cr- not crossbow, but like grappling hook yet. So I'm really interested in to see how that changes things. Uh, it's good. Like, uh, some of the gameplay, like, some of the stealth stuff doesn't quite work well. <laughs> uh, but besides the fact, like, it looks gr- it looks really good. Like, probably the best on PS, like, the best graphics on a PS4 currently. The voice work is solid. Uh, I don't like some of the puzzle solving stuff. And that's about it. <laughs> And the multiplayer is actually a lot of fun. I'm kind of surprised. 
Well, that's good. Uh, at least the uh, so. So, what do you do in the multiplayer? Uh, it's it's deathmatch, team deathmatch. Okay. But uh, you can upgrade. Like you get money from either collecting crap in the environment or killing people, or even reviving your teammates. And then you can buy upgrades. Uh, you have like at least I play an assault. There are different classes also. I've been mainly playing assault, and uh, you can either buy the grenade upgrade, a heavy weapon, which is like a rocket launcher, or you get like this thing called a mystical. I think it's what it's called. And every class has one, and it's like some like mystical item. So I'm the assault guy. So he some like I spawn in this like tower thing that just fires homing homing shots at enemies. Nice. Yeah. Is, is there like a lot of different weapons and stuff, or just? It's mainly like, you know shotguns, pistols, assault rifles. Uh, there's some variation though with. Uh, like your heavy weapons and stuff, and like what, what you, like I have the, I have grenades, but like they're like uh, healing items, and I assume I haven't seen them, but I assume other stuff. There's a lot of customization though for like what skin you want to play, if you want the person to have a hat, <laughs> stuff like goofy stuff like that, and it seems pretty heavily geared towards like buying it with, like, in, like in-game currency, which seems kind of gross. I don't know. If, like, there are two different currencies in this game, which is kind of weird. Wait, so how does that work? What's one? One is, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Uh, one is, like, it's like a purple star, and that's, like, what you buy cosmetic stuff with. And I think you can buy chest with it also. And the other one is, like, buying, like, customization options, like new characters or, like, the hats or sunglasses and stuff like that for them. Mm. Like, there are, it looks like 20, 20 different skins for Drake alone. Wow. And because I pre-ordered it from GameStop, I got, like, this, there's, like, the normal Drake skin, and then I got, like, his Uncharted 1-looking Drake skin also with, like, the half-untucked shirt. Okay. So it's, ooh, I got that. <laughs> so, uh, you, what do you think about all this uh, people going nuts about the score, the review score on this? Uh... I mean, people get way too amped up about that stuff. Like, everyone needs to calm the fuck down, especially since most of those people haven't played it yet. Or just played it yesterday, you know? They may have mainlined the game. Like, I'm not going to do that. Uh... But it's just fanboys, like, getting, like, either thinking there's a conspiracy out there when there isn't, or just getting upset that they don't, like, someone's challenging their beliefs. Yeah, uh, Randy has already beaten the uh, story and told me Game of the Year already, so uh, we'll have to see what you think about it, I guess, if you get to beat it in the next... Uh, I mean, I'm sure, it doesn't, like, it seems pretty long, but I'm... Kind of chewing through it. I've heard 15 hours. Yeah, I could see that. Which is an appropriate, like, length of time for that thing. I I don't like the pathfinding, though. Or, like, some stuff in the game is very unclear about what you're supposed to do next. So, at least, 
it leads to at least for me it leads to death pretty quickly because it's like I'm supposed to get across this uh like ravine. How do I do that? Well I can slide down the hill but it's not evident that you can do that off the bat. So I did it once and I died. So I spent ten minutes looking for like another way around it and then I just got higher up the hill and did it again and I made it and I'm just like you know, you could spell this stuff out a little better. <laughs> yeah, that could uh, always help in that way. Like, but I think even The Last of Us had that, where it's like, if you held in like your stealth, your hand, uh, your ear thing that activated your stealth meter or stealth vision, like it showed you like where to go next. And it doesn't need that something that explicit, but some type of thing where Sam goes like, "Hey, go over here, dumbass," or something like that. Because he just follows you around like Ellie did in Last of Us. <sighs> okay. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm trying, I'm trying to do like two things at once here. But so you think overall um, it uh, is it the best uh, is, is it the best Uncharted? Uh, I can't say that. I've only played one of the, I've only played the first Uncharted. Uh, I played like a minute. I played like five minutes of Uncharted Two, and that was when I had my PS3. Like when I was playing it on that, and it sounded like a jet engine when I fired that up. And I was like, "No, I'm not going to do this to this poor PS3." Jeez. Like I have the Drake collection on my PS4, but I only made it through like halfway through Uncharted One. Uh, I'll probably get to this game first, and then probably hook back into Uncharted One and go through the rest. Like. It's probably a bad way to play those games, but I'm kind of curious. My problem is, is I want to try to collect every treasure along the way, so I just end up following a stupid guide, which is not a great way to play those games. Why not? And because oh, you have to stop every time to... Yeah, and it's just a bad... I think it's just generally, like, it breaks up the pace of the game too much. Oh, okay, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so, well, I think we've kind of, does, I mean, anything else you feel like needs to be said about the game or whatever, just from... I like the steel case I got. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth that extra 20 bucks. <laughs> well, uh, alright, so, I mean, I've not really played a whole lot again. Um, I... I've played some Project X Zone too. It's like the game I play now uh, before I'm gonna go to bed. Like just play. Uh, uh, I just play like uh, one mission because those usually take an hour each time. <laughs> and because uh, it's you know after a while you get so many dang uh, characters, you literally have like I think like twenty or thirty characters that you're moving around. That, yeah, each mission takes about an hour, plus all the talking and, and whatever. Um, but uh, other than that, I think that's pretty much the only game I've actually uh, played uh, during this week. But, hey, y'all got to hear Run Shutter 4, so that's, <laughs> that's all that matters. I, I wasn't kidding when I said about Tony Hawk Underground 2, by the way. <laughs> I spent Wait, 25... So how? I, what? Why? Wait, why? 
Uh, there's a mo- there's a mod for it called Thug Pro, which is trying to add in every other level from past Tony Hawk games and future ones for that matter uh, to play like all in one all in one thing. Uh, th- this game is not available on Steam or good old games or anything, so I actually bought a physical copy of the damn thing for twenty five bucks, which is kind of more than I wanted to spend, but. There are eBay copies of the game running for like 160, so I'm, I guess I'm happy. And yeah, it's fun. It's like it's still Thug or it's still Tony Hawk. Like when they were when they were still a good game series, so it's more than you'd want. Oh, that's fair. Uh... And like Thug Pro is not 100% great. Like it has some weird issues, but it's like if you really like th- Tony Hawk games, it's really trying to worth check out. So, so what? What are the issues in this? Uh, not every level is in it so far. Like, it's missing some levels from Tony Hawk Two, and I think Four. Uh, and there aren't environmental triggers for Tony Hawk Three and probably Four. Because, like in Tony Hawk Three, there's the, the whole L.A. Uh, earthquake kind of kind of like level switch, and I think that's just missing. But this is trying to recreate... This is just basically like Tony Hawk Online where I can just play like by yourself. So I can kind of see why that stuff is missing, but it's still... Like, I would like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also, uh, the an, all, the analog triggers on the 360 controller don't work for it. Again? With the, the controllers not working on the 360 for the... No, it's just the analog triggers. It's something, some problem with the actual game. So that's weird, but I got, I got, I got around it. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm trying to diffuse a situation going on in some other uh, problem while we're doing this. Which I shouldn't have to be doing, but uh, some people don't understand when I say I am busy. Hmm. and they want to decide to go have issues. Uh, but uh, either way, I gotta, gotta love Facebook groups sometimes that you manage and people want to get get too personal with things. Anyway, hmm. uh, so moving on to uh, the news, and uh, again, I feel like every week we're going to have some kind of Nintendo NX thing. Until they reveal something that's concrete. Even though I swear this has been a thing that's been out there. It just, for some reason, didn't gain any kind of steam until this week. Um, speaking of steam, Final Fantasy X and Ten Two just randomly decided to appear. I may uh, buy that. Why? <laughs> uh, just to cheat. And a screw around in it. Fair enough, I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that just ran. So now I guess what they've got one and two and twelve left. If twelve ever shows up, I'm buying it. But uh, well, that'll probably come to PS4 and maybe yeah, X- the, maybe Xbox One, but I doubt it. But PS4 for sure. And oh, it'll come to PS4 and then it'll show up on PC at some point. Yeah. Well, because you would think if that if they were going to do that, Final Fantasy X and X2 would have shown up on Xbox One. 
That's what I'm talking about. Like they that they haven't, and it's kind of weird. But well, because those were only Sony, those were only PS2 games. So, I mean, it's not hard to change button prompts from R2, like from X to A or something, you know. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying that I think the reason why they have not shown is like they were never on the 360. Uh, there's know, barely were... well, there's barely any Final Fantasy games on three on like Microsoft consoles. Right, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that they have some kind of deal with those where those were only Sony, and then they made it okay to put it on PC because it's not, you know, it's not conflicting. Uh, but, you know, I just, I think that that's the reason. Like, it, I'm sure if they had the ability, the problem is also it would cost them a lot of money uh, to do that, is to basically have to redo the game. Wouldn't they have to redo a lot of it to to put it on? I don't see like, how. Like the only thing I would see is the tutorial stuff, where it's just like, like I said, instead of press X to attack, it's press A to attack. That's about it. I mean, because it's all the same. It's essentially the same controller. Yeah. Well, that's that's true. It is. Uh... It's the same, and, it says the same, yeah. And it's the same general hardware. Like it's not like run, the Xbox One isn't running like some like very specialized, you know, chip inside. It's x86 for both. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job; it's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country community safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Oh, so why not? <laughs> like, you're probably right that some Final Fantasies are, like, console exclusive, but I can't imagine all of them are. And it's weird that none of them, like, Except for, the only ones that have been out on Xbox One would be, or Xbox would be Final Fantasy Thirteen, that stupid trilogy, uh, Eleven, and Type O, and that's about it. I don't even think Final Fantasy Fourteen's on Xbox One. Oh no, Final Fantasy Fourteen is not. No, it's only okay. only Eleven. I think that actually. Yeah, and. What? No, I, wait. Didn't they say it was going to be something eventually? Or maybe just, I'm just thinking it was? Maybe not. I thought that they said maybe. but Nope, not yet. Well, probably they wanted to really be making some money, I think, before they do all that. So, but, I mean, What's... they're doing better right now than I, I thought they would. So what is the NX news you wanted to share? <laughs> yes, uh, the NX is now going to cartridges. 
or well, that's what they say anyway. And uh, I mean, it would be interesting to kind of go back in time again to this this uh, even though they're not really cartridges, they're like just uh, memory cards and all that that hold a lot more power. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't have uh, the the loading problems uh, that you have with the discs. You, I, I mean, unless they want to make it to where you don't have to have the cartridge to play it on the home console, which I can see them doing that, where they the cartridge is only for you to take it if you want to have it on the portable, but you can install it and not have to have the cartridge plugged in if you want to use it on the home console. So maybe you still would have to uh, install the game, but it would it would prevent them from having to do that if they didn't want to, you know if you didn't want to have to do that. Uh, but I mean, what, what do you think? I mean, obviously there's a graphical problem that's going to be there. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. I mean, S- I I would think it'd be like an SD card, and those are big nowadays. Like they're bigger. Than a like a Blu-ray disc, and they're cheaper to make. Uh, I f- I would want these NX to still have internal like internal memory if this is like going to like happen. Uh, cartridges might be cool, like you know SD cards might be cool, but it's just kind of weird. But I th- I think it needs to have some type of physical media like it a nintendo console can't go all digital just because it's too kid focused yeah i know i agree just because it can't go all digital just because uh i don't think that not only that's the kid thing but i just i just don't see nintendo being that first console that says oh screw it i'm gonna screw retail yeah like they them specifically are not in a market to do like they are not in a position to do that Yeah, and I think just, yeah, that too. They need all kind of retail and and word of mouth and everything they can get. I just think that Nintendo's not going to be that one that says, okay, let's start this digital-only thing. When they don't have the greatest tracker with the internet, you know, this will be the first time that they would essentially have their Nintendo network. Um, You know, I just, I, I don't see them doing that per se uh i don't see that happening unless we do get a ps5 and a xbox 2 and and whatever else nintendo comes out with after and everybody makes that decision that it's going to be a digital only thing i just uh, nintendo doing that first off would be kind of weird speaking of that when i walked into my gamestop to like pick up my pre-order gamestops have gotten weird the past few years it is literally like games are like a second, like an afterthought at this point. Oh, you mean all the adding the other stuff in there? Yeah, like watches, backpacks, like collectible figures. Like the woman who rang me up didn't even know where my Uncharted copy was, and it was literally, literally right behind her, which made me chuckle. But you walk into the store and. Like, the games are shoved in the back, and everything up front is, like... A th- well, it's obviously a ThinkGeek repository, because they own ThinkGeek. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's... They're trying to basically put other merchandise there so that... 
Well, yeah, because when, when they when they switch to digital, that's all they're going to have. Yeah, they'll <laughs> still have the cards and everything. Um, to or, let or you buy finally, it there. They'll finally try to kick in their retro game store uh, thing, and it'll fail spectacularly for them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, from what I heard, people still do like to come in there and buy games like that that don't want to have their cards connected to the systems, you know. Uh, yeah, but I, what, ha- what happens when it, when everyone switches over? That's the thing. I still think there's going to be a lot of people that don't want to have their cards attached to those consoles, and they still have to have a way. It, like, all these digital... Um, I mean, I don't, yeah, like all all these uh, you know streaming services for the most part, they have a uh, an equivalent that allows you to buy the card. Now, I think Netflix and Hulu make it really hard. Like the only way you can do that is you have to buy them a year. So you know, if you don't want to buy somebody a year subscription, which is a lot of money, yeah, then then I mean you have to do it that way. And then WWE Network, of course, has the three month thing, but. You know, I just I don't see that like going away immediately. I I see it there being an option because there's always that person that says uh, that's the same thing. Why I think that you know Nintendo is is that cartridge is going to be there one way or another uh, because there's still so many people that do not have a good internet connection um, to be able to just download a 25 30 gigabyte game. And, you know, it it not take them five hours or a day or whatever. And I wonder if this means, that, like, Nintendo's going to have a hard drive, like a significant hard drive, because they never had that either. I would want it to, honestly, I'd want it to be like the PS4, where, let's say it has this home base, like, let's say it's a, you know, a handheld that plugs into a home base module, I would want the home base to be like having at least a terabyte hard drive in it, but the the handheld itself needs to have like I would say minimum sixty four gigabytes of flat of like storage space, like flash storage, but you know some M two hard drive in there or something. Yeah, they, I mean they, they can't get a they can't get away with thirty two gigabytes of storage space anymore. Like that was laughable when it came out. Oh no! Um, yeah, like uh, if it wasn't because I basically bought all of my games uh, retail, I would have ran out really fast. Uh, I think the only game that I actually have installed is Mario Kart because they make you install it. But also, I like I envision, I honestly envision there being two types of when you buy a game, it'll literally be two two different executables on the like on the let's say the cartridge one will be like a very small like relatively small handheld version and one will be like the full-sized console version ah okay so you think like they'll have they'll they'll let you install it on the portable thing too yeah but let's say let's say mario game the console version would be like 40 gigabytes like the home version would be like five, maybe six or seven, because you're dealing with like a lot less graphical fidelity on the well, you'd hope on the like the 
portable unit than on a TV. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting stuff to, to like, think about. I just, um, I kind of just want them to, like, come out and tell us something. Because all this speculating constantly is just, uh, it just, it makes me think that they're really going to be doing this. Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be so weird if they just come out with this thing and it's, like, not the multiple screen thing that everybody's been talking about forever. And it's just, like, uh. Just, just crazy that it's just something else, like just something like totally off the wall. They'll, they'll finally bring back the sixty-four disc drive. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen yeah, one well, of those. I've seen one of those in public, and it's a ugly ass system. It's just like, um, and it, and it one system like on top of another, basically. Well, it's like a, it's like a disc drive for the N sixty-four. Mm-hmm. So it's you slide cartridges in it. The store I saw it at, they wanted a thousand dollars for it. Can it? It can play the games, right? But yeah. Well, there's only like they. Well, it, they wanted a thousand dollars for it, but they had every every 64 disc drive game there was. How many games did they? Like, like twelve, <laughs> maybe twenty. I think. I think it was twelve though, or something. And three of them were like sim, sim type games, like Sim Create or Sim Paint or something like that. I'm going to guess these are all Japanese. Yeah, it never came to America. Like, it's an import console. Ah. Okay, yeah, so you wouldn't even understand what you're playing. You're just... Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, that's, that's I guess it would be a cool collector's thing if uh, you're into that. I am, but, but not for a grand. <laughs> yeah, no, not, yeah, not for a grand. Ah. That that would uh, certainly be like, hey, I've got that that 64 disc drive thing. You want to look at it? All right, <laughs> play this sim game. Uh, speaking of sim games, that uh, I know you're excited about the uh, Civilization Six. Yeah, announced. that trailer looks pretty good. So, what uh, are you excited about? Anything like being new in it, or changes that they're making, or? Uh, it sounds like it's going to be a t- like a tad faster, uh, and it sounds like they're trying to kind of fix some of the middle-aged doldrums that the series has always kind of had, like where, say, the first hundred turns are amazing because you're, like, exploring the continent and like, unlocking like, a bunch of new stuff, but then at a certain point you kind of reach an impasse until you can start, like, crossing the ocean to, like, explore, like, other continents and stuff where it's just like, eh. I guess I'll try to. I guess I'll uh, invent bronze working for the hell of it because I have nothing else to do. <laughs> so I mean, those are not my cup of tea at all. But uh, you know, I know those sim games are pretty big with a lot of people. So I'm, I'm like half into them and half not. Like I like certain ones. Like Civ Five is great. Uh, Endless Legend was a surprisingly great game. Uh, and there are some others that are pretty good. But, like, like that Stellaris game looks, like, confounding as hell to me. And no way would I want to try that one. <laughs> which means that, which means Adam will give it to me to review tomorrow. <laughs> Still interested in the Anno 2, 2, 2 5, whatever? No. Yeah. I, I, I want to play it. 
But I know within 10 minutes I'll, I'll be bored to hell. Bored as hell. Because <laughs> I've tried to get into Anno uh, 2070 like four or five times. And each time I bounce off that game after like an hour or two of playing it. <laughs> Alright. Well, hey, at least you gave it a shot. You know, you're not just talking shit and not played it or anything. No, I have it. I've tried. Believe me, I've tried. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of trying, Nintendo will try to lure back their uh, third parties um, with the NX. I don't know how that's going This is interesting, too. Like, doesn't that affect third parties trying to port Xbox One and PS4 games if you have a cartridge? What's that mean? No, because unless... If you think the cartridge is going to be like 64 gigabytes, and no, it's the same size as like a Blu-ray disc. But it won't be like a any kind of technological problem or whatever? Should it just be no, the same? No, should just port right over. I mean, I envision, like, it depends on the size of the games, honestly, but most games will fit on a cart like a flash cartridge, no problem. Or, you know, an SD card with no problem. Well, yeah, so EA says that they will make games for the NX if it makes sense for them. Which means they'll support it for a year and then say, fuck it. Yeah, like they did with the Wii and the Wii U. Like, so, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it was just amazing, like, for the Wii U, like, how much they touted about all these third parties and whatever, and then how quickly that just died at death. Just, hopefully for Nintendo that didn't happen again, but, uh, you know. Well, the problem with the Wii U, when they did all that stuff initially, was... They annu- they announced bad ports of games or like the wrong versions. It's like I'm gonna get Arkham City on the Wii U. It's like uh, Arkham Origins is already out, so why would I give a shit about this co- this version? And the same thing with Mass Effect Three. It's like it says it in the title. It's the third Mass Effect game. Where are the other two on the Wii or the Wii U? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Who's just going to play Mass Effect 3? And it's like, no wonder, like, those games didn't sell for shit, but did they expect them to? Like, they couldn't have been that dumb. (laughs) I I mean, I guess maybe they thought, okay, if 3 sells, we'll just put the other two on there? I don't know. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, but I mean, that's... Look at that from a business standpoint. It's like, well, 
a- no one saw Aliens 3, so let's not make Aliens 1 or 2. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make uh, any sense. <laughs> but hey, you know, that's, uh, that's how EA wanted to work the system, I guess. Uh, Nintendo does have a, a few other things since we're on the, the subject. The the two uh, mobile games that we talked about, I think last week with Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing, they've officially been announced by Nintendo now. Uh, they will come to an- iOS and Android and be free to play. So if you wanted to play some Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer, which I imagine that's pretty much what it's going to be, uh, have fun with that, and then you get an easier Fire Emblem. So, will you uh, be playing either of these on your phone? I doubt it. This is not that into either series. <laughs> well, now that I don't have Fire Emblem on my 3DS, I, I might pick up the phone phone game. <laughs> but uh, I'll pick. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick it up and download like the hacker program to like unlock all the premium like freemium content and play it that way. <laughs> so instead of spending a hundred dollars on liking Marth, I can just buy it, you know, buy them for free. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, you could you could get all the furniture in Animal Crossing and make your make your house awesome. I can I can pay off Tom Nook in a day. <laughs> right. Uh, the Pokemon Sun and Moon starters were revealed. I know, you know, Mark's going to groan or whatever, but, uh... Yo, yo, is Pikachu one of them? No. And why bother? (laughs) (laughs) There is a owl with a leaf bow tie named Rowlet. A fire kitten, I'm not joking, a fire cat that shoots fiery hairballs named Litten, and a sea lion, sea clown-looking thing uh, named Papilo. Um, yeah, uh, and the region is pretty much like Hawaii, basically. So, yeah. Uh, they did it in all 3D, like X and Y, so that's going to be quite cool. I, I like the starter for They aren't the best-looking things. I mean, they're kind of definitely weird. Um, so, there's that. I guess, and the games come out November 18th, so you'll be waiting a while, but I'm sure everybody will get all crazy about them and everything. I'm not going to get too excited till later, but uh, we'll see if they change anything at all from any of the Pokemons. Probably not. It's Pokemon. They don't change much. <laughs> and Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney 6, is coming out. Now, this is weird because... Basically, it's like Phoenix is, looks like he's in, I don't know if it's like, uh, it's supposed to be India or something, looks like, and he has to deal with, like, magic being involved in this, uh, like, seance trials that you have to deal with, because the priestess can basically, like, see the last moments before your death, and whatever, and you have to try to still prove how that's not true, and... Whatever, so... I thought they were done with that series. I guess not. <laughs> I like, did, too, after they released the collection thing, but... Well, I thought they made, like, a se- like a spinoff or something that was, like... 
Ace Attorney had like retired or something, and this guy was going to take over. They did do that, and then they also had the Professor Layton. I, I never Ace played. Attorney. I've never played any of those games, so I don't know. I played. I think I played the first Ace Attorney once on my on my iPod, but that was it. But they're fun. Um, if you like, uh, it's kind of detective games, right? Because basically that's what it is. You're trying to figure out where they're lying. And then you just free yelled out the objection or whatever. It's, um, I have fun with them. They're not something that, uh, I would sit there and play for hours. Uh, you, I play like the one mission and then, okay, I want to play again. I'll play later. You know, just, they're good. I mean, I like the characters and stuff. They're funny and. So, and it, I mean, Phoenix and and uh, one of the main other, like his secretary or something, or is in Project X Zone, so they get funny lines in that too. It makes me go back and want to play the the game sometimes. But uh, I mean, so you know, we've heard all this stuff about Fable and Lionhead, and how Sony at one point was trying to get some of the crew that was working on it and. And uh, all the, you know, the, the that they were trying to bring it, they were thinking about whether they were going to bring it back or not, or just, or if somebody was, there are even a possibility of somebody uh, apparently trying to buy Lionhead and Fable from Microsoft, but Microsoft said no, they would not want to lose the Fable IP. And there was a lot of big companies interested Willing to give out many, many uh, millions of pounds, and ninety percent of the company said, "Screw it! You don't give us Fable, we're not doing it." Do you think Microsoft is actually going to make another Fable game? I mean, like, why would they not just go ahead and sell it all? I mean, uh, they may. I mean, they bought Gears. I mean, they like having franchises around to do stuff with. I don't think they will necessarily, because I think Fable is kind of tarnished at this point. I mean, obviously. Um, it is kind of a dick move of them to do that, I, like, overall. I think, anyway, because it's like you're just kind of screwing over these people who work there. Who might have liked to, you know... I don't, I, I don't think they wanted to make Fable uh, the journey, like, even the last two Fable games that when they got canned, and that that's to be connect one. Like I think they went, wanted to make Fable Four, and that's some bullshit with the connect or you know whatever the hell that like, MOBA thing was. So I mean maybe, but it's a bad situation I think on, on Microsoft's part, like part. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean I just. You know, it's one of, like you said, it makes total sense of Microsoft's point that they want to own their franchises, and, I mean, uh, they don't want Sony or whoever making money off of something that they sort of helped uh, launch and all that. I mean, and I can also see the other companies not wanting to make licensing deals because they they have to give Microsoft a big piece of the pie there, so. Yeah, like, who's going to make a Fable game? Like, they're... If anyone is, it's going to be Microsoft. They're just going to form, like you know, make their make a Lionhead two, or just make like another company to make Fable, like they did with Gears and Halo for that for that for that matter. So right. 
I don't think I don't see Fable like being that. I don't want to say well known, but that's successful though. Like Fable Two did all right, but people have kind of moved on from that type of game. Yeah, I agree with you. I think you know it's one of those where it's just uh, Microsoft was really the only one that was really making it a big deal because. I mean, other people that were playing in the beta, nobody really cared about that Fable Legends game. Yeah. So it's just one of those where, okay, y'all are making a big deal about this, telling us that it's kind of still there, but no one really cares. So, you know. I mean, I my, the, the real problem is, is Microsoft has done this before, so... Yeah, I mean, they... Why they did this with the the Phantom Dust thing, and they're supposedly making it that we have heard nothing. I was gonna say more about like I think that they may I'm not quite sure, but they may own Wing Commander. Oh wow, really? Jeez, I've not heard of Wing Co- Wind Commander game like what since like the SNES. No, no, EA owns Wing Commander, but Microsoft owned uh, Digital Anvil, and they did, like, Freelancer and Star Lancer. Okay. Uh, uh, and they kind of fucked them over. Uh, Microsoft does own, uh, let's see, or they did own at one point the Mech Commander and Mech Assault, Mech Warrior yeah, stuff. I that. But they made that, like, free-to-play Mech Warrior game that no one gave a shit about. I mean, let's be honest, no one did. Yeah. Uh, just like that Hawken game, I saw, like... Oh, it's God. Some, it's somehow coming to Xbox One, and everyone's like, why? Like, that's still around? What? Some, people are playing that game? Like, like, that's the problem. Like, I don't know why all these companies try to make online games. Like, they think it'll spark, and, like, maybe it will, but... For every one game that does well, a hundred or a thousand of them fail. Right. And you'd be better off making a single-player game that is memorable. I mean, it might take more energy and money, but it's at least going to be more memorable and stay with people longer. Right. Like, Uh... when when you think of Mass Effect, when you think of the story or the bullshit online part? (laughs) Uh, Story? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's it, that everything's going online. All these different online games are getting made. And they, they, I guess everybody wants a piece of that pie, you know? Yeah, I saw this interview with, about, with uh, some guy from Epic saying that Epic is no longer going to do single-player games. It's just going to be free-to-play stuff. Oh, boy. And it's like, Wow. What like that's the final nail in the co- in the epic coffin, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there'll be those dopes that actually pay the pay money for free to play things, and they'll somehow be okay, I guess. I guess we're not going to get any more jazz jackrabbit games, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, I'm guessing that means the Unreal Tournament and all that will be. Uh, Oh, it already is. Yeah. I mean, like, the, like the beta for Unreal Tournament, it's all free-to-play stuff. Like, you can buy a sick flaming skull for your dude. It's like, okay. 
<sighs> Remember when this was free? Like back when yeah. I, back when Unreal Tournament actually mattered to people. <laughs> yeah, when you can just buy the damn disc at the store, and then you owned Unreal Tournament, and it wasn't about putting it on there for free and getting you to nickel and dime you all the time. But uh... I mean, I guess hats off to him because like. If you want to play this Unreal Tournament, like that's a fine version to play, right? But no one is playing it. That's one. Of, that's problem A is no one's pl- playing it, and problem B is it's not as good as the old versions. Very true. Hmm. Well, sadly, we have to talk about somebody else and something else that will not uh, at least be able to be bought anymore very soon uh there may be so many people playing uh the games uh afterwards but uh out of nowhere uh and this one you know uh, kind of hits us sort of deeply because you know i mean we both have owned these games and you know you have friends uh that were involved in making uh, disney infinity and worked at avalanche and all that stuff uh disney decided to shut down Disney Infinity uh, after not doing a Disney 4.0 and dedicating this whole year to uh, Disney Infinity 3.0 and they showed that big trailer and everything and just there it goes down and uh, that Avalanche Studios will also be closed because they are no longer self-publishing games. It will be licensing from here on out. Uh, now, uh, Disney said that uh, basically after a thorough evaluation, they um, have modified their approach. They felt there was a lack of growth in the Toys to Life market. Uh, high development costs, which has led to $147 million in debt. Um, because of this, which, you know, it's Disney. I'm sure they can deal with that. Um, it's a challenging business model that they constantly, you know, had to deal with. And, uh, you're still going to get the Alice of the Looking Glass and Finding Dory playsets in June. I mean, what do you think? I mean, I, I sold all my stuff a couple of days ago just because I felt like I wasn't going to be able to I wouldn't play them anymore and I tried to get my daughter to start playing them and she didn't show much interest so I said yeah that's enough for me but what do you think about all the stuff they're saying here like you doesn't see any growth in the toys to life and 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 all the stuff I mean seems like they're kind of just saying we're going to get out before it gets bad uh it's a bad situation like for my friends obviously uh I can see kind of the rationale. Like, I don't think the pie, like the Toys for Life pie grew any last year. And with inclusion, with essentially two other comp- like competitions with uh, Amiibos, which do nothing but people go out cr- like crazy for them because they're idiots. And like the Lego stuff, like the, their piece of the pie probably shrunk quite a bit. Mm. I think the problem... I have two problems with Infinity, or I like this conceptually. That well, and then we got to remember that Skylanders didn't do well either. Yeah, this year. So my problems with Infinity were kind of twofold. One were one was, uh, they did very poor world choices. Mm. 
like, you know, location stuff. And the second one was most of those figures did nothing. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, well, especially like in the second one where they put in the skill trees. It got a little bit better. It made you feel like... No, no. I, I mean, like... Okay, I buy a Mickey figurine. What mm-hmm. what toy set can I use this in? Oh, it's, yeah, you couldn't. Yeah. Like, right. you can use it in Toy Box. And, like, in, in, in 3.0, they finally introduced, like, you know... Uh, t- like, play sets you can use, use any figurine on. But it's kind of too little too late. And they didn't, like... They should have just included that from kind of day one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and... Some of their world stuff was just bad. Like, when you buy the Star Wars set, it's like some bullshit where it's between three and four. Because apparently every goddamn Star Wars thing happened between episodes three and four. Which is bewildering to me. It's like, there are other eras of Star Wars. You can, not everything has to happen, you know, right right in this like specific 18 year window. It's like, we're going to have a cartoon series that's all going to take place on, like, uh, 14 BBY, you know, or, you know, whatever. It's between, like, uh, oh, what's his name? Ben Kenobi being young and Ben Kenobi being old, but it's all going to take place on one Tuesday. And that'll be the whole cartoon series. <laughs> talking about Rebels? Well, that, and th- didn't they do, like, another one also? Well, the clone... Well, the Clone Wars. They have. But look at how many games have come out between that era. Uh, and, yeah, quite a few. Uh, and, I mean, it's just... That, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, you have all these Star Wars movies, um, plus the one that, you know, just came out. And, like, you couldn't... Uh, Maybe do some kind of story with either the new ones or, or just like using some of the old ones and and putting story in there too. I mean, just, no. you have books and everything else to go from. It's just, I mean, I know they made that not canon, but just there's so no. much stuff there. I want a Kotor playset. Nah, <laughs> that's like not four? canon either. So I don't care. It's still going <laughs> on. It's still canon. <laughs> That MMO is still is still existing, so it's canon somewhere. But uh, here's the thing: it is literally so far removed timeline wise. Why isn't it canon? It's not like the, oh, it took place five years before Star Wars. It's like no, it takes place thousands of years. 
So who gives a shit? <laughs> I guess they don't want to ever have to feel like, well, we need to address this, or we do need we need we didn't create this, so we don't want it, sort of thing. I guess. Also, one other problem I kind of had with Infinity is the platforming in all of those games never quite felt right. Combat got better, especially in, like, Infinity 3.0. Hold on, but, I have to take like, a call. What? But, like, the base combat, or base platforming, like, jumping from, like, ledge to ledge never quite got good. And it always felt a little off. And they never quite fixed it. <laughs> Like, it felt off in the first one, and it felt off in the third one. You could still jump off, a, like, a ledge into your death for, like, no reason whatsoever. But, yeah, it's a shame. Like, my friends got laid off. Uh, Johnny V, I think he's laid off. But my friend Matt solely did, for sure. Because I talked to him about it. And, yeah, the situation sucks. I'm curious what they're going to do with Skylanders now. Like, if that's going to continue on or not. Yep, he just left me here all alone. Yeah, uh, sorry, keep talking. I'm about to get off this call. Sorry. Okay. You know, always want to have a nice long pause in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> what else? Yeah, like, I wish Infinity had done better. Like, I think they were slowly moving in a, in a better direction. Like, the, like, the all-encompassing playsets this time around were actually quite quite fun, but it might not have just been enough to get over that hurdle. Yeah, I think, to me, like, it was really disappointing. And the thing is, like, I didn't even... I'd already bought the game, the first one, before I even found out that the worlds were exclusive. Yeah, that was something they should have patched in. Like, at least in, like certain versions of that game. I just, to me, it was just weird uh, that after the first game where there was so much disappointment and, uh, sorry, my my wife had called me before we started that she had been sort of having seizures and stuff, so I was just making sure that she was okay because they were debating whether she was going to go to the hospital or not. Um, so, uh, I I just felt like, man, this is weird. Like, you'd think that you would take these playsets and and really just let people go at it. I understand they wanted people to be drawn to the toy box, and they thought people would be. And there was tons of people that are, and they, they're great at creating and, and all that stuff. You know, similar to, you know, the thing with Mario Maker and all that. But the Mario Maker stuff is Mario levels. You can't go wrong with that. Whereas the Toy Box, 
I don't know. It's just I, that's where it's totally going for kids, you know. And I think the you totally take the adults out of it at that point. And I felt like they would really try with these playsets of having a story and having something that they could really like understand that see what Skylanders was doing and try to take that further because you have licenses that that are already there and people are connected to. You don't have to do a whole lot and I thought they kind of missed the boat with that too. Well, when I said, go back to like my world problem earlier, it's like you just you just announced that they're doing like an Alice in Wonderland and Finding Dory world like playset. Who gives a fuck? Like I don't mean to be dismissive, but come on. Like, since that thing came out, people have wanted a Tailspin world or a Darkwing Duck world or Chip and Dale or, you know, DuckTales. And it's like, you got crap like the mask of, like, uh, oh, what was it? Oh, uh, not the mask of Zorro. Um, that Johnny Depp movie where he plays an Indian, which is bad. Uh, oh, the Lone Ranger. That's it. Yes, that one. It's like first of all, that movie bombed, and second of all, like who was really itching for that playset? I think it's because they were trying to go off the movie had just come out or whatever, you know. Yeah, but point. it's that was kind of emblematic of the problem. It's like they had seven. Like Disney has. So, Almost a hundred years worth of content to go through. It's like no, they want to focus on on the Johnny Depp movie that was that should that people should have known was going to be terrible from the outset. Instead of focusing on some of their classic stuff, like imagine if they did a, it would be a challenge. But imagine if they did a Kingdom Hearts playset, and you got Sora and Riku. Oh, I thought they would do it eventually, but doesn't Square own those? Uh, it's a co-partnership. Uh. So, uh, but it's just like, well, when is Kingdom Hearts 3 going to come out? Oh, 2020, 2025, if you're lucky. It's like, <laughs> no, just have, you should have just had Avalanche do a quick, you know, knock it out in nine months, get the voice actors in there and go, do, let's do this. Yeah, it would have been interesting. I think certainly, you know, you could have done that with, with them. I mean, you could have done... Any anything like they the, the first one was I I get what they were trying to do with the first one like the first one is an experiment let's be honest right they added the Pixar stuff because it's the newest stuff they had that probably appeals more to the kids that are there now um, you know they had in they added in Frozen and all that stuff which the Frozen stuff was another thing that was like why wouldn't you have a Frozen playset. Didn't they? Or no, did they? it was Toy Box. Okay. It was just like, come on, you guys knew that that was going to be big. It was already big at that point. Like that don't make no, that don't make any sense. And just, um, you know, I, I'm glad the only the only figure I have is my Jack Skellington figure that I'm sitting here staring at, and he didn't do anything other than being in Toy Box, and I kind of understood. Like Wreck It Ralph is a video game already. Like, why is that not a a playset? Like, it's just that. Uh, Isn't it? Fun. No, it's toy toy box. 
Cool. I know they did figures, right? No, they have figures. Uh, they did uh, the Vanellope and uh, yeah, Wreck It Ralph. Ralph. But it just it, it, no, it's a toy box thing. Okay, it's, yeah, you're right. So like <laughs> like that Nightmare Before Christmas, like you just said, gargoyles would have been great. Yeah. Uh, they just didn't exploit it the way I wanted them to. And even their Marvel stuff got a little weird. Yeah, I thought they did a good job with the Marvel stuff of at least giving you the the ones people probably wanted at that point. You know, they were taking advantage of the Guardians of the Galaxy movie coming out and then the Spider-Man cartoon. Um, I, the Marvel stuff is a problem, not because of what they did, but just because of the fracture between Marvel and X-Men. Right. Just which is beyond fucked up still. Like, like... Okay, Spider-Man is the most arguably like the po- most popular, Sp- you know, Marvel character. Iron Man is now also he's a, he's a big guy, but it's like, yo, Wolverine is still popular, and the fact he's not in this game is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, but I I think it's that whole like Marvel just doesn't. Well, it's really... licensing. It's licensing. That's the only thing. Is that is that with the toys and stuff too? Yeah, I think. I, when I read it, I think Fox owns literally, like, the X-Men not in comics or something like that. Like, they own films, TVs, shows, cartoons, I think, uh, video games, like, just stuff like that. I, wow. I, I play this Marvel Facebook game, and they have, like, X-Men in them, but... They haven't they haven't added like an X Men character like a mutant in I would say over a year maybe two. Wow! And they keep adding new characters. Like they added a character. Uh, let me let me load it up real quick. I'm on the page right now. They added a character named Blue Marvel. Now let me ask you: Do you know who Blue Marvel is? Nope. Exactly. <laughs> That is my point. <laughs> I think they're just making up characters at that point. Just now he's a, apparently he's a real character. He's like some type of. He looks basically like a version of Su- Superman from like for Marvel. Uh, but as, who the fuck has heard of this character? The last Marvel character, the last X Men type character they've added into this Facebook game was Sabretooth. Oh boy! And that was I think over a year ago. Uh, do they add them into the Marvel Heroes game? They have them, but I don't think they're they're not like featured at all. Oh, so it's kind of like a under the radar. Okay, they're there if you know. Yeah, here. like it's like well, here are thirteen costume packs for Elektra, or you can buy one Jean Grey. It's like okay, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's different costumes of Jean Grey that people might want. That would be, uh... But, again, like, just about the Disney Infinity thing, like, it sucks, like, I feel sorry for my friends, like, they were good guys, and let's hope they go go somewhere else. (laughs) I think they will. I mean, like, John was just too great of a frickin' spokesperson. He'll, He'll go to Sony and just, you know... He'll he'll do their whole E3 press conference. It'll be amazing. Oh man, that'll be better than Sean Layden doing it. 
and Andrew House. Those two guys are boring as hell. Uh, anyway, I've probably, we probably just annoyed a ton of people with talking about Disney Infinity for Fuck a em. while, but, uh, hey, it is what it is, sorry, uh, had to take a call, like, so. I, I like that franchise, and it's, you know, it sucks. <laughs> I do too, I mean, I, you know, I own every Disney animated thing in some form, it, I have it on four shelves over there, I just, um. I wanted I, it to be this huge thing, and it just didn't, you know. I think of the four, it's still the best. Yeah, I, I never played the Lego one, so I can't say. That's, that's the thing. I don't know anyone who plays the Lego one. Yeah, uh, I don't either. I've I've seen some, you know, like on message boards and whatever, people saying that they enjoy them and whatnot. Also, the but... problem with the Lego one, it's still a Lego game. <laughs> like, mm, yeah. It's still kind of frustrating, like those games have always been, and kind of half-assed, and how they do, how they like handle vehicles and stuff. So it's like, I mean, they do give you a lot for the package. I mean, you get like vehicles, and you get uh, all that stuff. I mean, I... hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I thought it was a good idea. I mean, obviously they keep it's doing well enough to keep being around and get more stuff. So, I mean, Skyland is one of those things I think Activision is just going to keep making it until it just makes nothing, uh, which they're probably going to really take advantage now of Disney not being around and try to take up that market again. Uh, I don't... I just don't see them capturing Skylanders like they, the, way, the way they want like I don't see people going back to Skylanders. I think it's just going to be all amiibo stuff, which no, or maybe Lego stuff. Because what's like who is like who do people know more, Drobot or like the Doctor, right? Or the Ghostbusters? It's like come on. Why even, like, even Spyro is not like featured anymore in those in those games. Oh no, that was the first one. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that was it. I mean, he's yeah. still in them, but it's like, like who is this character that most people like? People are like most people who play this games are too young to even know know who the hell Spyro is. <laughs> yeah, I mean the kids don't care. Like they just want something that looks cool. I think I think though once you introduce cars and stuff like that, it's like what else can you really do uh, yeah. to make it. I mean, they had the convoluted trap team thing the year before with, like, the two different, you know, like, evil and the good side. It's like, man, it was, it was getting way to the point where it's like, wow, you need to have way too many things to play this game. Yeah. Uh, 
And that's what I did appreciate about Disney. They kept it simple. Like, you just, you you got the ones that came in your playset. You want to have extra ones, go ahead. You didn't have to. And, uh, I mean, yeah, the playsets were simple. I mean, certainly they could have. Uh, I wanted to check out that Battlegrounds thing. That looked pretty cool. Um, oh, the Power yeah. Stone thing? Yeah, the, I mean, hey, I love Power Stone. Why not have a, a Power Stone thing with Marvel characters that we all know, you know? Um, uh, which we will talk about the movie at at the end here, uh, so that if you guys don't want to be spoiled, um, I'll tell you when. But uh, yeah, just sucks. Maybe we'll see something with it again. Or do you think like one of these companies might? They shut it down, so I'd imagine that, that means it's not up for somebody to get the license and try to do make it again. Yeah. Like, there's two problems, like, it's amazing that Disney has such a wealth of stuff to exploit, and they don't at all. Like, mm. they gave Star Wars essentially to EA, and they're cranking out, like, another Battlefield game, or Battle Battlefront. Yeah, Battlefront. I can't keep them separate, I can't, I don't know the difference between them <laughs> at all at this point. Uh, it's like, no one's clamoring for that thing. Not in the goddamn least. And they're making like another Star Wars game, or at least two other ones at EA that I know of. Yeah, that one that we talked about last week with the third person thing. And it, and, and the Henry yeah. uh, Jade Raymond one, like that's another one. Yeah, they're... that's just we don't even know and, what that is. It's just... And it's like that's fine. If you you know EA having Star Wars is fine. Yo guys, you still got Marvel. What was yeah, the last? No Marvel stuff at all. So yeah, weird. like, what was the last Marvel game? I honestly think it was Iron Man 2. Does Activision still own the Spider-Man thing, or did that run out eventually? Uh, I think that ran out with uh, Incredible, or the last Spider-Man game they did that tanked. Yeah, Rightfully I, so. It was a bad game. It was a bad game. I, just, I mean, you've got pretty much everybody at your disposal at this point. Like, and I don't know how you wouldn't... I guess they're, they've been waiting for somebody to say, we want to take these characters and we want to make a game. And I remember people saying, like, why isn't there an Avengers game? And they're like, well, we don't even know how we would really make these characters all work in a game and what do we have them do and all that stuff. And I'm just like, okay, we're not it's getting one. It's because no one ever played Marvel Ultimate Alliance, apparently. <laughs> make a Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Like, come on. It's, well, that's what, like, Lego, that's what, not Lego, uh, that's what Marvel uh, Heroes essentially is, but it's still free-to-play crap. Like, I don't really care how good it is. It's like, no, I want to, I personally would just want to buy a $60 product and have all the characters I want in there. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, uh, maybe something good will come out of this in that, Maybe this will make them, make other people realize, okay, maybe we can do something with these characters now that Disney is not doing stuff for them themselves. But uh, I'm just surprised. I'm surprised that no one has jumped on trying to make video games for these. I mean, you did get Deadpool, I guess, but, uh, you know, Fox... That was Activision. Uh, Yeah, Activision, yeah. That was bad also. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not joking. Like, it's a bad game. Like, yeah, and then they remade them. No, they just ported them. <laughs> I reported, yeah. 
it's amazing that they decided that they want to waste the time porting them over to Well, I mean, they knew the movie was coming out, so they figured they could, they can make a quick buck. They ported over Prototype 1 and 2, for God's sakes. Yeah, I don't remember anybody asking for that at all. But, uh, yeah, so speaking of, you, you did talk about Battlefield. Remember when we talked about a possible World War One Battlefield game? Well, it's real, and it's coming out October 21st, 2016 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on Origin only. Uh, so that means uh, Mark's not getting a piece. Yeah, I can I can ignore it just fine. <laughs> it's just and uh, so you can actually even play three days early if you get the early enlister deluxe edition for eighty dollars, um, which includes extra vehicles, weapons, and whatever. Uh, okay, so the game is going to have the most dynamic battles in FPS history. You're going to be able to battle on land, air, and sea, tanks, planes, machine guns, artillery, and uh, you'll have dogfights with biplanes. Uh, you'll be able to go to France, Italy, and the Arabian Desert. So, well, they figured out that stuff actually happened in places besides Europe. And, uh, yeah, uh, you'll have matchmaking with four players. Uh, they also have a collector edition that costs $220. Uh, it, it would be funny if that didn't include the game. <laughs> you get the uh, you get a collector's edition statue that's 14 inches tall, and a steel book, a cloth poster, playing cards, um, an exclusive patch, and uh, a pigeon tube, a messenger pigeon tube with DLC content in it. Why doesn't it come with a messenger pigeon? Is my question. Yeah, I know exactly. That's that's what everybody wanted. You be able to just send those out to your friends whenever you want to send them. <laughs> Forget texting. Just send them a messenger pigeon. Uh, well, I I hate the name of this game. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we calling this Battlefield One? Because apparently, apparently the dude who named the, named it the Xbox One is now EA. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's it's Battlefield One because it's World War One, obviously. Right, yeah. It's like fine. What do they do with what do they, what do they do? If we'll go back to World War Two. Is going to be Battlefield Two Point Two. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, why not just call it Battlefield World War One? <laughs> like that makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> or Battlefield WW1. It's like, who cares? Yeah, we all know what that is. Just Battlefield World War One. Okay. Pretty simple for everybody to understand. Because now you're making people think that you went backwards. Even though you did go backwards in time. It's like, yeah, it's people still... Like, you just came up with Battlefield 4 two, like two years ago. <laughs> Like that game is still on shelves if you if you really hunt hunt around for it. Here's another problem: World War One sucks. Wow. The weapons suck. Uh, tanks were un, like, extremely unreliable and prone to blowing up. It's like World War Two can kind of get by, but most of the weapons still aren't fun to use. 
Oh, no, but I think the thing is, I think it's just going to be one of those where it's just a setting. And then they'll have some weapons. They'll have the, they'll have the yeah. UAV. Yeah. <laughs> unmanned, unmanned air, aerial like vehicles. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have weapons that will look like those weapons, but they're going to fire and all that stuff like the battlefield weapons that are out there in the newer games. Yeah. See, that depresses me. Like, if they actually just leaned into it and said, yo, here's a rifle, you get one shot, and it takes five minutes to reload, that would be awesome. Ah! Yeah, watch everybody go, oh, I can't figure... No, I swear I remember... I swear I remember playing this, like, old PC game where that was actually the case, and you had to actually go through the steps of reloading the musket or whatever... It would try to explain it to you, and I had no idea what the hell was going on. So I can imagine all the bros being like, "What the fuck is this? What's a musket? What I gotta put a freaking lead ball in there, and I gotta smush it?" And it's like, "What the oh f- fuck it? It just throws a controller at the screen." <laughs> like, yeah. Just... <laughs> I mean, I-, I like the set. I mean, World War One is interesting um, from a historical perspective, so. It's going to be uh, fun to see what they put in there. Um, you know, uh, I, press, uh, yeah. Press the left thumbstick to put in your gas mask so the, so the mustard gas doesn't get you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the, I mean, how they're going to address that at all with the mustard gas and if, you know, uh, how deep they're going to get into the story of the stuff. I mean, what? What Lincoln Park game are they going to set this set this game to? What, yeah, what uh, art song uh, I should say? Oh, they'll they'll just use Kanye. You know? Oh God. Um, I mean, that's what I wanted to do when we watched that Assassin's Creed trailer. Is what I'm going to watch this on mute. <laughs> I don't I don't need the. It doesn't just, help. Again, it makes it marginally better, but you know you still see Gladys in the trailer, so it really does not help. <laughs> I don't understand, like, okay, this is, you're going back to the times of the Spanish Inquisition, like, like, Kanye playing in the back, like, oh, just, why? I I would want to see Kanye in the Spanish Inquisition so they burn his ass to, at a stake. Would Kim Kardashian be in there along for that? That would be awesome. Speaking of, um, so they did reveal <laughs> that that first trailer. They clearly show him going into the Animus, and then he comes out, and you know now he's the assassin or whatever. Um, that trailer looks bad. Uh, okay, the music is terrible. I'm not even gonna like. No. That's beside the point. Like the trailer itself, like the production quality of it looks awful. It looks really? like a sci-fi movie. It looks worse than some of the sci-fi movies. I didn't think it was that bad. Uh, the chick stabbing the guys like with her... Okay, with, yeah, that, that, that bad. Uh, the CGI looked really terrible. Like when he's falling off, you know, doing the you know flip at the end. Okay, uh, yeah. Even like when he's like, they're doing this stuff like running between buildings like it looks more believable in the game 
Wow, that's sad. Also, the entire thing reminded me of Terminator Genesis, not Genesis, uh, the fourth Terminator movie. Oh, Salvation or whatever? Yeah, Salvation. With the whole, like, prisoner, you think he, like, they execute him, but they bring him back to life, and and now a woman is going to, like, give him a science experiment to, like, unlock his mind or whatever. It's like, no... Yeah, and then the hole where he's connected to the animus or whatever thing was just—it's uh, looks worse it, than the Matrix. I mean, it looks like Gladys. I'm not even kidding when I say that. <laughs> wow! You're right. It looks like a mixture between Gladys and like one of the, yeah one of those Sentinel things from like the Matrix. You're right. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess we'll find out coming out 2016. Yeah, it's like if, the end uh, of this year. Michael Fassbender will uh will make it make it good. Uh I'll go hell. <laughs> well the thing is is uh I like him. I like Ma- uh Marion Cotard, I think is her name. Mm. They did a movie uh I think last year or two years ago, it was they did a uh version of Macbeth, like a film version with the same director, and everyone hated that movie. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't know too many people that are just clamoring for Macbeth uh, stuff right now. But, well, no, like, I mean, Macbeth is so timeless, but, I mean, the, the movie just sucked. Like, it, like everyone was whispering, like, in the movie, like, the, like the lines, and it's like, yo, it's, it's not a theatrical version, like, you can just talk normally. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, so what? Uh, well, th- we did find out that we will th- hear from uh, Mass Effect Andromeda at E3 2016, but it's officially delayed until 2017. So, um, yeah, I, had, I didn't. I never thought it was going to come out this year. Honestly, I didn't either. Um, it just seemed like we weren't hearing enough about it for it to come out this year. Uh, I'm interested, obviously. I want to see what they do with it. Um, as long as it's not another developer interview with them talking about stuff doing with the game or whatever. If they have stuff to show, then definitely want to see that. I'm curious about it, but Mass Effect 3 really, really kind of bummed me out at the end. Did you not like the new ending? I never saw it. I just saw the original, so I'm not going to uh, go through that game again. Uh, well, then uh, did you have to go through the game again to see that? No, I mean, you could, have, you could just reload it back up, but it's like, eh. I mean, this is what you shift with, so that's right. indicative of what they wanted to do originally. Right, yeah. Because they only changed it because everybody kept complaining. Which, that still amazes me that they went through the hassle of doing all that for the people. And they did it for Fallout 3. Oh, they did? Yeah. Wow. The original ending of Fallout 3 was basically you get into the tube to flip the switch or uh, you don't. <laughs> but you had a, you could have a companion that could do it for you and you could tell him to go do it because he's like, fuck you. And, the, and then, like, revised ending, he could do it for you. And then he called you a coward for the rest of the game. <laughs> 
Also, in the, the original ending of Fallout 3, you died at the end. <laughs> ah. But once they once they release that one DLC, that it's like, no, you're still alive. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this contradict everything. <laughs> That's uh, totally makes it worth having played your game or whatever. You just contradicted everything I went through. All right, thanks. Well, it was right at the end of Fallout 3 when I was like. At the end, it's like, okay, you can't go back into the game world anymore, and that was it. So you had to create, like, a very hard save right beforehand. So it said, no, this is my still exploration save. So what do you think about Kojima saying that he's making an action game? It's not an open-world game, but if you're used to playing The Division and Uncharted, you're going to be able to play it smoothly. So what is that... uh... The Uncharted is an open world game. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. Like, what are you talking about? Like, uh, granted, there's not a ton to do in it, but it's an open world game. <laughs> yeah. Like, Uncharted is not an open world game. Uh, it's pretty linear. So, like, at least this one. I assume they all kind of are. I don't know what he's talking about. Also, that game isn't going to come out until, like, four years from now. You think so? Oh yeah. Look at how look, look at look at how fast you cranked out a Metal Gear game. Oh well, yeah. But you think it's really gonna have all that stuff with him being it being an indie company though? Yeah, it's Sony fronting him for sure. Uh, possibly, I guess that's true. I mean, Sony's fronting essentially that, and I would think Final Fantasy VII that remake. Oh, yeah. And, well, they put in money for the Shinbu 3, too. Because not like Street Fighter V set the world on fire. Yeah, exactly. With that stuff that people are still waiting on so you get the actual game. Because that's, uh, that's everything everybody needs. <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, get all that. Yeah. They should not have made that. They should not have released that game like they did. At all, yeah. They they yeah. focus they focus essentially on like the fighting game community instead of like real people. <sighs> well, I mean, well, but that's that's sort of what they wanted to do, right? They wanted to make it the game for the fighting game people, and yeah, but like the like the problem with that philosophy is there's what ten thousand people, like let's say of that community. That's it. <laughs> And it's not like you're going to draw on new people. Like, say what you will about Street Fighter 4, that game was made essentially for, like, new players. Street Fighter 5 is not. It's made for fans of Street Fighter 4, like, diehard fans of that. So, <laughs> no no wonder it failed. Yeah, true. I mean... I guess, possibly, the... the that's the thing, though, like, like we, I think we talked about last week like just all the stuff that would possibly tie in a casual person like having that big story mode or whatever hell i was interested when they said they had this big story mode for it or whatever because i like those characters i just don't necessarily you know i'm not the hugest fan of like going through all these battles or whatever uh but you know i would play it just to see what the story is going to be and 
then you take that out and you're not going to add it till the summer or whatever. It's like, okay, well, my interest is done at that point. I'll just wait till it's twenty, thirty dollars and call it a day. Yeah. The fact that it doesn't even have an arcade mode. Yeah. Volume. How do you not have an arcade mode in a freaking fighting game? That doesn't make any sense at all. And then how do you not add your money system in from the beginning? Yeah. You tie all your DLC into the the money thing and it's not there? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. That's another one. Like, we'll never get a Marvel vs. Capcom 4 right, anymore. <sighs> and I like that franchise. Like, I thought Marvel vs. Capcom 3, it didn't hit all the right notes, but it hit enough of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. That, is, that's, that sucks. Like, I'm sure they don't want to... Capcom's not going to want to pay the license for that. Which I'm sure will be a pretty hefty penny at this point. Uh, I would want, like, if I could, I'd want them to do, like, a fight, like, like an Avengers fighting game. Or, like, a, you know, Marvel, let's say Marvel film series fighting game. Like, I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, like, the Injustice one. Yeah. Like, but see, that's the thing, you're not doing it internally, so, like, who's going to pay all the money it's going to cost to license that and then feel like they're really going to get a return on their investment. That's the thing, too. Yeah. Speaking of Capcom, they announced they're going to do Resident Evil 7. I'm here to say, don't. They really announced that? They announced, they had plans that they're announcing, they're thinking of making, like, Resident Evil 7. It's like, unless Aerith turns into a zombie, please don't. I don't want to play it. No one does. Just remake Resident Evil 1 through 3 and Code Veronica and call it a day. Wow. Yikes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you knew that there was going to be a Resident Evil 7 at some point. No! Because uh, Resident, Resident Evil 6 bombed so hard. Did, but never when they were going through this thing for a while... Um, where they were going to make one game was going to be like the old Resident Evil and then the other game was going to be like Resident Evil 4. Whatever, they were going to continue yeah. the lineage. Yeah. Was... That's Resident Evil 6. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, uh, I think it's Leon plays like an old Resident Evil game. Chris, or I think it's Chris plays like the old Resident Evil game. Leon plays like Resident Evil 4. Uh, Leon Kruger, which is a fucking awful WWE inspired name uh is like a melee fighter in that in that franchise or like in that game it's like who thought of this and why is it going on for 30 hours uh no idea but uh Either way, uh, yeah, Resident Evil. I, I just want them to stop that franchise. It's jumped, really it's jumped the shark. It is absolutely jumped like, the shark. They're making that sixth Resident Evil film also, and I'm just like, no, God. That's supposed to be the last one, right? Like that's They said that. Until they reboot it, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. I'm, I'm actually kind of quasi-hopeful for that, because hopefully they get a director... And writer who's played Resident Evil before and have characters from the game in it. 
Yeah, that, well, they did have characters from the game in the second one. Yeah, but it, it shoehorned them in. So, and you, and you didn't know who they were. It's just like, I'm Jill Valentine. It's like, okay. Like, for, the, for most of the film, film being public, it's like, who who are you? And why are you wearing a miniskirt in a zombie, hol- a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, a tank top and a... <laughs> it's just like, okay, whatever. Um, I thought the first one was decent enough as far as uh i got something to show you later <laughs> but uh yeah and i i like nemesis being added in there whatever but it's just it was really few and and especially after two it just went way off the wall it was just it was ridiculous clone alice's and like the whole yeah turned into a desert that they fucked up in four and... it's like come on now it's hilarious to me that they introduced Chris Redfield, like Chris Redfield, arguably like the third most important character in that franchise, maybe fourth, in the fourth film. Yeah, after like nobody was watching it at that point, and it was basically a self indulgence between the director and Mila Jovovich because they're they're yeah. together. Uh so wor- let me ask you this real quick: What's a worse pairing, like cinematic pairing? Those two, or Tim Burton and uh, Helena Bonham Carter? Uh, no, Tim Burton and Helena Bonham Carter is actually a decent actress. No, I, mean, I, I, I she is. But, I mean, their overall work. Oh, well. <laughs> I would I would say them because, like, I love Big Fish, and uh, there's other movies that she's... I'm still one of those weird pre- people that likes the... Uh, what the hell? The one that's based off the soap opera? Dark Shadows? Or, or... Yes. And uh, she's been in other ones that she's been good in. Just, you know. Well, they split up, but but him and Tim Burton, are st- or him and Johnny Depp are still married, so there you go. <laughs> hey, I mean, Johnny Depp is a draw. I don't blame him. I, not anymore. No, he's, in yeah, a, not... he's in a fucking Kevin Smith film. He's in two uh, of them, for God's sakes. Oh, yeah, that's true. I saw, I saw that Yoga Hosier's trailer, like, a few days ago. I'm just, I watched it dumbfounded. I'm like, what, did did everyone just get stoned while they made this? Uh, <laughs> in Kevin Smith's film case, yeah, he did, but wasn't anyone else paying attention? After that movie where he's, like, the scientist and something with his head was messed up or whatever, I don't know. Oh, yeah, was... uh, not black. I know what you're talking about. yeah. Like, I was just like, okay. Nanomachines and like, yeah, yeah. We're getting way out there with these movies, but. No I saw a report that like he's not going to be Betelgeuse 2 or Betelgeuse and Betelgeuse 2, and I'm just like, how is that even a consideration? Why Why don't just have Michael Keaton do it again? There was some report that he may not want to do it, but it's just oh. like, well, if he doesn't want to do it, then don't make the movie. Yeah, like, really. Kind of case closed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, even then, I mean, just don't use Johnny Depp. Use somebody else if you're going to do that. So. Use Michael Shannon. That'd be great. <laughs> I wouldn't be the man. Uh, just anybody but Johnny Depp, please. Just whatever. Nick Cage. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I want to see him do it just... <laughs> Because 
he, sometimes he's just so his deadpan is so bad. <laughs> That's the way he is in like all the movies. <laughs> uh, well, Forza, um, Forza Motorsports Six is about to get some NASCAR. So if you've been itching for some NASCAR in your video games, and everyone has, um, uh, if you can, if you have Forza Motorsports Six, you can buy it for. I think it's like twenty bucks. Um, twenty twenty five, something like that. Yeah. And you get twenty four cars, uh, NASCAR World Tour career mode, and uh, multiplayer events. And you get the Homestead Miami Speedway, which is right here close to where I live. So. Uh, uh, Park yeah. on a high hill and see your house from there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's cool. Uh, I'm not I, a big NASCAR person, but, you know. We're not a big racing game fan, are you? <laughs> uh, if it's arcade yeah. Not. That's why I kept telling you to try, try to get Forza Horizon 1. <laughs> uh, one of these times. Well, whenever it's on sale, I'll keep bugging you. <laughs> it always has to be on sale when I don't have money. I have $25, uh, whatever, in uh, GameStop credit. So, Navy, I can do it there if it's not, like, totally overpriced at this point. Um, it's probably, like, ten bucks. I mean... That's not bad. Just that. GameStop prices are kind of weird, though. Yeah, I mean, like, you'll sell it to them, and they'll jump it by, by at least ten or fifteen dollars, so... It's... Like, I want to I legitimately want to buy a copy of Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog for 360, the yeah. 2006 version precisely for a joke. It's a bad game. Mm. It's one of the worst. I want to get it just to like just to see all the bugs in it. They want 18 bucks for it. <laughs> what? It's like no way. Every other game that's that old is like a dollar now. Yeah, like Perfect Dark Zero is like they give you that like if you you know if you just walk in there they got a they got a crate them for you. And it's yeah. just like why? 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 Is it rarity, I guess. Or... It's not that rare. Like it sold well. Because who doesn't love a game about beef? Well, I mean, I, I'm gonna guess that like they don't make it anymore, so that's what they're. Yeah, but they're not like cranking out like Perfect Dark Zero. And... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cameo? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I'm guessing they have way more copies of Cameo at this point. It's a 360 launch game. Uh, which, hey, that's a good game, by the way. 
but uh I've only played the Xbox version. Only? Well, on my debug Xbox. <laughs> like the can like the it never came out. Like it was a you know Oh, dev- okay, okay. Because originally it was going to be an Xbox version or an Xbox game, right? And they just made it for 360. Um, yeah. Uh, so there's going to be a new Mut- Mutants movie. That's a movie that's going to come after Apocalypse. And uh, Professor X is going to be in it. I don't know if uh, James McAvoy will be the Professor X in that movie, but. Uh, uh, new mutants. Uh, I, I'm sure if they back back a dump truck full of money in Edo's house, he'll be he'll sign up for it. <laughs> Probably. Uh, assuming some of these people are going to get rather expensive at one point, but they're going back to the '80s <clears throat> with 80s. Apocalypse. So oh, okay, you know, yeah. Now they're going to go to the '90s with uh, New Mutants. So I guess I, they uh, don't have to have them in it. I kind like. Have you read the uh, X Men reviews yet? No. Okay. There's one one really good part that made me laugh. What is that? Uh, Olivia Munn has about three lines in the entire movie. Wow. Which a. Uh, that's that's good because you if you can't act. But B made me really laugh about her like turning down Deadpool because she didn't want to play the girlfriend character. And it's like okay, you're gonna play a character that has three lines and dresses in the most ridiculous costume in the franchise to date. That's like wow. Way, way to go, feminism! Like, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> who knows how many lines she really, really would have had as uh, the the girlfriend in Deadpool either. Easy, I can say more than ten. <laughs> like you can watch Daredevil, you can watch not Daredevil, you can watch Deadpool now and count if you really care to. Like she's probably the third most important character in that film. I, you know, I think. What she was going for, maybe, is that at least she's going to look cool and fight or whatever, and people are going to care about yeah. that more. Until Deadpool 2 comes along, and they turn her into copycat and make her, you know, cool as well. Well, now yeah, that's a love you run for you, I guess. The scourge on the planet. <laughs> Especially, if, you know, if you don't like Aaron Rodgers, uh, I guess it makes it next that double or something um but yeah i mean that's cool uh sci-fi is ordering a the pilot for krypton the superman prequel series uh on the uh grandfather of superman everyone's favorite character <laughs> hey david s goyer's producing so it can't be too bad remember blade three I actually like Blade Trinity. I like Ryan Reynolds and Patton Oswalt in Blade Trinity. That's about it. That's <laughs> your voice is in there. Uh, but, uh, you know, 
I guess it could be okay. I mean, he's saying it will not be wall-to-wall visual effects every single moment like Man of Steel. But yes, you're going to learn not... a lot about the characters and culture. What characters? Well, what exactly? That's what I'm thinking. What the? Uh, you're going to find out that you're going to see the mom and dad as babies. What? Like... Also, like what culture? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess you get to learn about Krypton and all the characters there. They can literally probably make up anyone because. Do you even really get to know Krypton at all in the in the movies or in, in the movies or the comics or anything? Like, uh, some comics they kind of get into it a little more, but no, not really. Yeah, so I I guess that's what he's going for. And I don't. Know. I mean, the thing is, is Gotham is a bad show, but at least it's somewhat it's like. Somewhat grounded in the com- in the comics, like there is so- at least like a lineage there, where it's like the main character is you know Commissioner Gordon and you know Harvey Dent is there. Who are the characters of the show? Ah, uh, yeah, I mean Supergirl's apparently like on the cusp of not getting renewed. So, well, Supergirl's probably gonna go to the CW. Which is fine. That makes more sense for it. They may lose Callista Flockhart in the move, but... I don't think that they'll be losing that much. I kind of just want Supergirl to go to the Arrow like universe and just stay there. Like, honestly. Uh-huh. I'm guessing like, that was I... the only episode she was good in or something? No, it's just I would want her to see her interact with like Green Arrow or... Like the Flash's team or something like that would right. be cool to me, and she she could just make make fun of uh, like the Green Arrow for being so mopey all the time, and her and the Flash can go out and get ice cream together like that's fine. <laughs> also, right. I'll make I'll make a plea about speaking about sci-fi. Everyone needs to watch Twelve Monkeys. Yes, I've heard Twelve Monkeys is very good. Uh, add that to the list of things I need to watch, apparently. Uh, <clears throat> Black Widow, apparently. Uh, the Marvel <clears throat> and everybody involved there are really interested in making a Black Widow solo movie. Uh, it's certainly the one creatively and emotionally that they are most committed to doing. Uh, <clears throat> you think that we really are going to get a standalone Black Widow uh, maybe my concern with Black Widow is what do they do with her character and who does she fight? Uh, yeah, that's that's who I'm thinking of. Like, I mean, with her character, don't they have stuff that they can go on the, with her? That well, the only thing I could really see is her tackling like a like a previous Black Widow. And like fighting against her, but compared to like Captain America or even Thor, she doesn't have like a singular bad guy to fight. Yeah, it's the same problem with Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman's biggest villain is Tigra, and it's yeah, like, the, the cheetah thing. Yeah, or the yeah, 
Uh, Who the fuck is that? I, I, they couldn't have her just, I guess, take down uh, something, like take down somebody else's, like some one of the other villains, or whatever, because she... At one point, before they had the uh, show, the idea was always to have her and Hawkeye be in some kind of S.H.I.E.L.D. movie. And then that got, I guess, canned when they made the show. Um, yeah. Uh, that's kind of a problem with Hawkeye, too. Like, he doesn't have, like, a main bad guy. And also, I mean, I just, his his character is kind of a little flat in those movies. Yeah. Like, I think, anyway. Uh, like, he's good for, a like, being quippy and being, like, you know, uh, swinging guys around between her legs, uh, like, you know, wrapping her legs around guys' necks, but that's kind of about it. <laughs> Granted, I wouldn't mind seeing that for two hours. I don't think most guys would, but... <laughs> oh, you know there's going to be fan service stuff in there. Um... I don't think it's going to be... I think it's going to be Deadpool levels of shortness. Uh, I can't imagine they're going to do two hours on Black Widow, but... You think they might have other characters in there, sort of, too? I just... I I don't see it. Like, I would think if they, if they wanted to do a Black Widow movie, they'd have to make it pretty solo. Or yeah. at least... Fairly unconnected to the Avengers, right? Like you can't have Captain America showing up for you know an hour or anything like that. Well, I mean, they couldn't. Uh, I, that's the only thing I can think of is that it's like some kind of. Um, it just has to be some kind of an ancillary villain or, or whatever, like not somebody that's huge from one of the other Marvel characters that they could have her take down or. You know, I'd imagine that they might have like Nick Fury return for that, and maybe involve it with something with Shield. But this, I guess, uh, <clears throat> we'll find out if we ever find out about that or not. Marvel's always been a little weird about female heroes, though. So, I mean, he said that they want to, and we know we're going to get a Captain Marvel movie or Miss Marvel or whatever. So. Uh, well, the reason they do that now is remember Marvel split a few months ago. Yeah, that's why because the other guy who runs Marvel doesn't like female heroes. Oh wait, so they split into uh, uh, Kevin Feige Fe- or whatever the hell his name is. He does Marvel movies, and a guy named Isaac Putmeyer or Putnmeyer or something like that. He does Marvel TV shows and comics. He owns oh. Mar or he is the CEO of Marvel. That's good. I'm glad that they split them up because they don't. They need to just be on their own focus instead of. And he like Isaac was the one who was kind of cheaping out about all the uh, uh, Marvel movies. Yeah. And it's like we don't want to. I don't want to pay Robert Downey Jr. forty million. He can, he can go fuck himself. And it's like, no, you need him. Like, yeah, you need all these guys. There's this at this point. They're pretty much those characters now. Uh, to kind of cast somebody else's them is kind of just, you know. I mean, look, Robert Downey Jr. in three movies. Not all of them were great, but that's not all his fault. I mean, and then he's been some of the best. He's done best, some of the best character work in the Avengers ones too. I mean, so I 
I'm just, uh, but did I have a, I think that's it. I guess, uh, if you want to talk, so this is the part we're going to talk about Captain America Civil War. So you can pretty much just turn the podcast off uh, here. If you if you have not watched the movie and you don't want to hear us uh, talk about stuff. Um, what what did you like about Civil War? Uh, I like the action, obviously. Um the writing, I thought, was kind of a little hit or miss, uh, especially with some of the character motivations. I really, really liked Zemo. Like, I love that actor. Um, him and Chris Hemsworth, the guy, the guy who plays Thor, they were in a movie a few years ago called Rush. Or like a, it's about oh, a, yeah. That's uh, a good movie. Like, he's like a phenomenal actor. I'm really glad... Like, he wasn't, he didn't overact. He was very understated. Like, compare that to, like, f- like fucking, uh, what's his name? Jesse Eisenberg from Batman vs. Superman. Mm. It's like, holy Christ. This guy is just chewing scenery. Uh, I'm glad he survived also. Like, I want him to come well, back. Doesn't, doesn't he die in the comics? or No. Huh? Well, death never matters anyway, but no. Yeah. He's, um, I thought most of the char- like, hero beats were good. I thought Spider-Man was great, obviously. Oh, Spider-Man was wonderful. He was, I thought he was perfect. There was kind of a weird, some of the tonal shifts in that movie were kind of off, though, I thought. Yeah. Like, uh, Captain America, not Captain America, sorry, Iron Man felt very, <laughs> he felt pretty off to me. And like having him and him and Pepper break up, like they don't show it. It's like no, like you should have got her back just for like a scene or two or something, you know? Yeah, that was weird. I uh, mean, I guess that was the point. Like he was off because of that, and then the you know the big reveal there with the the Winter Soldier killed her, killed his mom, and you know, just uh, I. I also appreciated that, like, nothing that was at stake in this movie, like, as far as, like, the world, you know? Like, all the other movies, it's like, oh, Ultron is going to destroy the planet or something. It's like... Yeah, yeah. It's just these people have an issue with the, with each other, and that's it. Yeah, they made it about the Civil War thing. The, the okay, you got this group that wants to be registered, and the other group that doesn't want to, and... Uh, now it seems like he got split Avengers, even though, you know, he's got got the phone that you just call Captain America, I guess. Just, I mean, I I really I I thought they did uh, Black Panther really well. Yep. Um, I thought that the actor was was really good uh, when you know he had to do the uh, the talking parts. I like that scene with him and Zemo. Uh, there towards the end, that was a yeah. good, good scene. Um, uh, the I, go ahead, sorry. I saw something on Twitter about someone talking about like I don't know if he was being sarcastic or not because it was on Twitter. But he's like, "Why didn't they show Spider-Man getting his powers?" And I was just like, That's "They don't point. need to." Yeah, like. I was supremely happy that like they didn't show they didn't have to explain Spider Man at all. He's that 
he's that ingrained in like the popular culture. You don't need to. It's the same thing with Batman and showing his parents dying. It's like everyone gets it. You don't need to do this anymore. You can move on. Yeah, we can we can visually think of parents died. All right, you know. I kind of wanted them to get a little more into Black Panther, like because he's more of a, he's more of a focal point character than Spider Man is. You could have cut Spider Man out honestly in that movie, right? And it wouldn't have mattered that much. But Black Panther was a little more integral. Like you don't need to explain his whole backstory, obviously. But just say like, oh, I, I kept the suit on. I, the suit's here because I may need it or something like that, you know. Or get into it a little. They'll, I mean, they'll do that for the for his movie, obviously. But right, I think they just were worried about giving away too much for his movie, probably. Uh, I kind of wanted. I personally wanted a little more of uh, Scarlet Witch. I thought she had quite a lot in this movie. You know, between the stuff with Vision there, where they're trying to keep her from leaving, and... That was uh, a little... Vision stuff was kind of weird, but funny. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, he made her the the meal, whatever, to make her feel better. And then, the, like, you know, she was involved with the stuff with Wakanda, because it was her powers that... Yeah. ...burned the building, and... Uh, I don't know, I thought, I thought she kind of got a substantial part in there. I mean... Well, I just liked her. I liked I liked her a lot, and I, I, su- su- you know, for an Olsen, I actually liked that actress. <laughs> yeah, I know she does really well um, there. I, I don't have fun with any of the cast as far as like who they got. Like just uh, the that whole scene at the airport was wonderful as far as just everybody got time to to shine at one point. Uh, the Spider Man line with the. Where he's talking and Falcon's like, you know, I don't think you've ever been in a fight because uh, there's not a lot of talking. Yeah. And it's just like, oh man, you got Spider-Man right on there because that's all he does. Uh, it just, uh, I thought maybe Falcon was probably one of the ones, uh, he had a screen time at the beginning there, but then he it kind of tapers off. Um, you know, uh, this was, it was really about, uh, you know, Captain America and an Iron Man and doing all that, and I, just, I think uh, the big fight at the end was really cool. Yeah. Um, just I, I, pre- I again like you. I appreciate the fact that they made it about them, and so you really got the. I Ant Man was great in this. Yeah. Uh, One of the issues, kind of, with that movie is people just kind of randomly show up, though. <laughs> that's kind of with. A, that's kind of something you you kind of isn't that like a sort of comics thing though too? You, you, people show up. I mean, they they did in the cartoons. People just randomly show up to you. Just you know. I I meant specifically Ant Man. Like he just kind of you know pops in there and also, yeah he does like hey. And also Hawkeye. It's like oh Clint's retired. It's like no way he's not. We just call him right back in. It's like huh. <laughs> I did like their part in the fight where he's like. Uh, we're still going to be friends after this, right? Like, oh, it just depends on how hard you hit me. Let me ask you, do you think they should have killed off Rhodey? I didn't have a problem with that, necessarily. I know he dies, and people did have a problem with that not happening. I think they handled it the best way they could. You know, he's still suffering from something, so... Yeah. What did you think? Just 
it would have been interesting if they killed him. Like, I like I think like one uh, John Cheadle's looking kind of old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it would, I think it would have impacted like Iron Man's character a lot more. Uh, talking about like total freaking rock bottom for him between losing Pepper and then him too, just jeez. Well, they, there's talk about them doing an Iron Man four movie, mm-hmm. and it would be interesting if he did hit rock bottom and like went back to alcoholism. I'd imagine that's that's what else are you gonna do? I have like, a friend who keeps thinking they're gonna like. Do like the real Mandarin, and I'm just like, no, like, no, just leave the Mandarin out of it. That was a great joke in Iron Man three. It doesn't need to be like the dumbass wearing like wearing ten rings. It's like you're like, what about the what about the Iron like what about the DVD extra film or the short film? And I'm just like, it's a short film. Like they did yeah. it kind of as a joke. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I would really. I've always thought that was interesting, and I thought maybe Disney just wouldn't want to do it because it would tarnish that and it'd be too adult, or be too uh, racist. That's possible too. Uh, <laughs> oh, do you mean Mandarin and alcoholism? No, I meant the alcoholism. I mean the, okay, I meant the Mandarin. Sorry. No, no, Mandarin would be racist. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's always going to be that that thing was because those characters were made so long ago when, when yeah. that wasn't such an issue. I mean, so it's, well, look at the black Panther's name for God's yes, sake. Yes. It's black Panther. <laughs> and he's a black guy. I mean, they kind of did the alcoholism bit in Iron Man two. Right. Yeah. But actually doing it well in Iron Man four could be nice. I think that's the whole thing. Like too. I mean, I know it's different directors and whatever, but you know, I think that they show with this movie that you can get serious you know, and you can have a, a different kind of plot line that's not the same, uh, you know, Marvel movie plot line. And, uh, you know, you you saw, you know, Winter Soldier, like, choke out a guy, and then he immediately reacts and wants to take out people. Like, they should be able to do things like that. I mean, they're, they're humans, and uh, yes, they have powers and stuff, but uh, you want to see them get, get serious and have different storylines and i think this proved that, that you can do that um so it's not out of the realm that they they could do it for four just... also like it should be also be said that it's nice that like in most marvel movies they try to kept the collateral damage to a minimum <laughs> oh yeah they didn't freaking blow up the whole world <laughs> you know, i did i did like the fact that, it, that for those stuff from wakanda they made it seem like it's a big deal that they were gonna have to pay for that and <laughs> I like that, like at the airport that they're fighting in, like in a like you know an emptied airport. Right. It's like good. A lot of people, like a bunch of people, run, like running around. Yeah, I think, but that also kind of ties in with the story too. I think that it's the whole like not causing destruction that hurts other people because that was part of the the reason why they were wanting to get registered was they were it, it was all about the collateral damage they were they kept leaving. Uh I think overall, I mean, where would you rank this? I think if you're, I mean, it's, it's one of the better ones. I I probably still think that Winter Soldier is better, mm. like personally. Uh, right. I mean, it all depends. Like, you know, it's all varied. I kind of want to watch this again though, just to just pick out like specific things. I agree with you. Uh, did you like the way they Winter Soldier in this or? Yeah, uh, I think. I mean, he's obviously going to become Captain America at some point. 
because um, I think Chris Evans, he's talked about wanting to get out of that fr- out of that franchise for a while. Yeah. Uh, I think he only has like one or two movies left on his contract, but they, I think, from what I've heard, they own Sebastian Stan for life, apparently, or something like that. Oh damn! <laughs> so I could see them killing off Captain America in uh, Avengers: Infinity One, and then. You know, Sebastian Stan becoming him in, like, part two. Like, that would be interesting, I think. And then they could do more, like, Captain America with him films. I'm just trying to think of where they're going after these Infinity War things. Like, what... Like, I would assume it's going to get to a point where... I mean, they won't run out of material, obviously, but... uh, Just, I wonder if that's going to get to the point where it's going to reach its apex and... I, I, I think Avengers is well. Infinity War is like a good ending point for like a lot of characters. Like Iron Man's finally going to come back. Thor isn't going to. Captain America isn't going to. Uh but you're going to introduce new characters. So yeah, yeah, that's Ho- fine. <laughs> Hopefully, on for them that you know the people will be willing to uh, grow with those lesser characters and everything. Well, um, like a Deadpool. I mean, it's not Marvel, yeah. obviously, but that's the third or third or fourth biggest movie of the year so far. So, yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know they did say that they somebody they're sort of trying to talk to Fox about putting Wolverine in one of the uh, Infinity Wars. I wonder if you know they could get Deadpool. That would. I would honestly want them. Like, I don't. It'd be very costly, but then for them to do their Avengers vs X Men storyline, that'd be awesome. Like obviously that that. No, I mean I can't imagine Fox doesn't want to like print money. No, Fox doesn't want to share money. There's a difference. (laughs) Well, they're dumb because Sony got smart about it. So I don't know. Well, I you never know with these things. Uh, Money talks and just. Not only that, just I guess it, it it'll be interesting to see how well X, their new X Men film does, like box office wise. Right. I mean, I'll probably go see it, but I'm not I'm not excited for it like I was like the last one. I agree. Yeah. Like a lot a lot of things I've seen about this film make it look, I would say corny, mm. or like cheese ball. Like, okay, I don't like Olivia Munn, and like the silent costume is stupid. But uh, Storm's costume is pretty bad looking. Jubilee looks bad looking. Because it's just like they're using the comic uh, comic costumes for it. And it's like, this doesn't exist in this universe. Like, Wolverine does not fucking wear a, like a orange and brown mask. Like, no, no, he doesn't. Why, why did you do this? <laughs> well, what would you... Th- what would they wear then if it's not leather outfits like like they always do i mean or you know i think i saw like an interview with like olivia munn talking about like her costume and she she mentioned like she because it's skin tight skin tight latex or something and she's like the crotch ripped like on the first day i was doing like stunts or doing like action in the film and i'm just like that that co- like that should tell you the costume is dumb. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so, getting into the new releases, you have the Fallout 4 Far Harbor, um, which is the first big story expansion pack for Fallout 4. Let's I'm hope sure it's good. <laughs> excited for that. coming out. I've actually week. been playing Fallout 4 also a lot. I beat the uh, Mechanist storyline or Mechanist storyline. See, there you go. So you're getting yourself ready for that. Um, Doom comes out tomorrow. To the uh, to the wet fart of everyone. <laughs> I'm sure there will be people that are just jumping at wanting to get this. Um, don't know how many that's going to be, but I guess we'll find out soon. Uh, I again, this is one of those that I'll wait till it's twenty bucks, and if the single player is good, then I'll be interested. If Valkyria Chronicles Remastered, go play this game. Uh, it's thirty bucks. It's awesome. Uh, that's all I can tell you. A strategy uh, game set in what war is it? Is it is I it think it's World War One or World War Two. Yeah, one of the World War. It's it's good story. It's got. I mean, I just, I just really think that people should check that out. Uh, Homefront Revolution finally is coming out next week. Really. Yes. I've heard, like, no buzz about that game. Yeah, exactly. It, it's going to drop, and we're just going to find out it's either bad or good. That's one of I'm leaning towards bad. I am, too. Uh, the first major expansion pack for SCOM 2 comes out tomorrow. Are you uh, going to play that? No. No? Because it never didn't run that great on my computer at all in the first place. No, not. And, and I got, I kind of got enough of XCOM 2 already. <laughs> uh, and Circuit Breakers comes out uh, next week, which is a four-player cooperative play and battle together. Uh, basically, endless horde mode. Uh, the game, <laughs> basically. Uh, that Disney Art Academy game also comes out tomorrow. The 3DS. So you've been waiting for that. And the Shadow Beast, Shadow of the Beast, which is a remake of, is it a Sega, some Sega system game, right? Or is it a PS1 game? I never heard of it, so I don't know. Well, it's a, no, it has to be a PS, because it's a Sony, it's a Sony, uh, damn it, whatever, doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah, that's your games that either come out tomorrow or... Um, oh, of course, obviously, Uncharted is out as well. You didn't hear us talk about that already. But, uh, alright, so... That's, that's a small indie game. No one's going to pay attention yeah, to that. Yeah, no one is caring about that game at all, right? Is, uh, is it? Apparently, Shadow of the Beast is an... It was an old Amiga game first. Yeah, and then I got part of everything else. And then I got part of the Genesis, and it's a platformer. Yeah, uh, whatever. Um, it looks sort of, I mean, the 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 stuff about it sort of looks interesting, but whatever. Um, that might be one of those games that might show up in the, uh, somebody want to review this thing? Uh, but, yeah, until next week some point enjoy your games enjoy that uncharted 4 and uh, we'll see you later
Later. Please. All right.